Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts for another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and I'm joined once again by my beautiful fiance, Smokin' Nicole, and it is... Once again, another week of June, which is AKA in the cigar industry, the PCA trade show pregame season. Uh, much like the Super Bowl, uh, there is a lot of pregame shows, a lot of conversations that go on, a lot of speculation. Uh, we covered a lot on the Spare Note show over the weekend. A lot of members of the PCA are popping around on shows. You might have seen them on some of the other shows, like Cigar Coop and whatnot. Tonight, we have the very privileged honor of having a very special guest with us from the PCA, um, someone who is making her show debut. This is the first time that she will be on a show. And if you don't know her, you should know her, especially if you're involved with PCA, if you're a retailer, if you're a manufacturer, or if you're any or otherwise involved with going to the trade show as well, because she's going to get you registered. And she'll answer all your questions when you have 100,000 of them. Uh, she's one of the sweetest ladies. Her name is Erin Holland, and... Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great. It's great to be here and to make my debut. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's so it's so appropriately uh, timed to have you on. Uh, we are. I know. I know you know the number. So off the top, off the top of your head, how many days are we away to the opening of the trade show? Like twenty three. I mean, it's funny because I was actually just scheduling content for next week, and I was the day like. Or, and the week after, there was like 17, 18, I think. So uh, we are three weeks tomorrow. So that would be 22 days. Yeah. 22 days. Yeah. We're under, we're under 30. That's the most important part. We are we're under a month to go. We're only weeks away now uh, from the perhaps the biggest event in the industry of the year. Um, you know, last year's show, you know, I know you were at last year's show. Um for those who attended or if you didn't, but you, know, you saw all the coverage, you know, it was a much smaller show than years past. Uh, based on what we've seen and the conversations we've had with folks, uh, this show is looking to be bigger than last year. Uh, would you say that that's a safe assumption to make so far? Yeah, currently, actually, we are, we're looking at as far as just exhibitors alone, we're 30% more than last year. Awesome. Um, I can't remember the exact number, but... I did. I did get that little calculation. So yeah, we're definitely thirty percent. Attendance is super high. Also, I mean, it's we're honestly it's adding up more and more every day. So it's kind of hard to track. But we're we're on track to the pace with pre-COVID numbers. So it's looking good. So people are still registering to come to the show, even even at this point. Every day. Wow. Okay. So every single day, people are are signing up to become members of the PCA. They are renewing their membership. And it, because that's required, you have to do that first and register. And so they get that done and then they're getting badges. And honestly, these these last few weeks is expected to just be more and more and more every day. And that's the past four weeks. That's that's really, it's a, the height of everything. So we had, a, I had a result continuously grow. I was talking with John Carney from La Flor Dominicana, who, you know, most people here know that John is a, a part of the show, but he's also executive vice president of sales for LFT. So he's got his hands full these next few weeks preparing to reemerge at the trade show, or as we're calling it at Smoking Tobacco, hashtag daddy's back. Uh, <laughs> and there'll be more, there will be more on that hashtag <laughs> later at the show. That's all I can tell you, but there, we have, we have some things That's in the works. That's our tease of the night. It's our tease of the <laughs> night. There, there's this, some, there, we're, we're doing something special. Uh, on the trade show floor to welcome LFD back because they were missed last year. Um, it, it it hurt me uh, physically to not to not see them. No, really, it did. I I love John. You know, he's like family to me. I he, him not being at the trade show was sad. So uh, so we're really excited. Yeah, we're really excited. LFD's coming back, but. Um, so no, I was talking to him about, about the show. He was going to be on here tonight, but unfortunately he got caught up at the last minute, but we were talking about a couple of different things about the show. One of the things was, you know, we were, we were thinking about, you know, what has the PCA been working on or what have they been, you know, doing to, you know, always evolve, right? We're always talking about how can we make the show better? How can we make things better and make some changes or add new things? What are some of the things that the PCA has, has done 
in terms of the trade show um, or things that they may have changed or added to try to entice more people to continue to um, for, for new people, you know, to, to come to the trade show as an exhibitor, as a retailer, to try and entice more people to come um, in terms of, you know, to, to, to grow new traffic to the trade show year after year. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, as, as far as my perspective is, I don't necessarily think of it as how are we going to only attract new people. I like, I personally want to make it the biggest show, the best show it could possibly be. And that way everyone wants to be there. And I think, you know, I think we're just constantly trying to make better. I know this year we're doing, we are doing more things. So we've added, um, we have like the, the marquee night, the member night at the marquee, which is going to be a lot of fun. It's off site, but members who get in, you know, I guess what the first 500 people who get in with the badge get in free for the first like 200, you get a free drink on top of that. So there's that. We've got the the really cool the Fuente seminar on Friday, which is going to be really special and unique. And I yes. feel like I I I don't know. If, I feel like it's going to be. I feel like a lot of people are going to pour in to get there because, mm-hmm. you know, cigars are limited. This is a really, really cool thing. So there's that. We've never done anything like that before. We've got so many exclusives, so many product launches, so many that, honestly, I can't even keep up with the number that are coming out. Um, we've got the opening reception by Crown Pads. Like, there are just so many. I think we're trying to just make everything the best that we can make it. And, and you know, and we've been – over the past year, like even after last year's trade show, we did surveys and really listening to see what people wanted the most and trying to answer those needs. And I feel like, I feel like we're doing a good job and trying to make it as good as we possibly can. So I feel like it's going to be very excited this year. I am super stoked for it. And hopefully everyone else is too. I mean, it seems like people are. So I, I think, I think last year, as I've been talking about publicly in regards to last year's show, First of all, I will let me just let me just start off by saying this. I think I speak for Nicole as well, and most of everyone who did attend that show. Um, for what you guys, it, it was a much smaller show than years past, but for what you guys did in the time frame that you did, I think it was great. I know you guys only put that show together within like a hundred days. You had TPE, which took place eight weeks That's before, um, which was very complicated. In terms of attendance, especially on the exhibitors and retailer side, um, you know, people who who went to sell and people who it's went only to like spend. three of us who put it on. I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, remember that... like 16, 18 hour days every single day. <laughs> I was like, I pretty much gave up my social life leading up to the trade show last year, and it was. Uh, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and, but it was you know... also. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about. Like, last year was still still COVID and so there was a lot going on with that and and honestly that's why a lot of the attendance was smaller yes it's it's almost hard to even think about it like that it's so night and day now um but it was it was a very different time I mean yeah we didn't even know if we could put on a show until the last minute so it was it was a miracle that we were able to do it but yeah we never have to go <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely have more time to put a show together <laughs> this year. Um, but um, you guys did do a great sh- great job, and it was still a great show. It was successful. Yeah. didn't fall apart or anything. It, it happened. Um, this year, obviously, like you said, first of all, there's, there's more people. The COVID situation is not like it was last year, so you're going to have more traffic f- because of that. Right. There's a lot of manufacturers who are returning. Um, one question I did want to ask you. Um, in terms of TPE, now I know that this probably comes up and a lot of people do compare the two uh, because TPE is, is starting to get more steam in the industry. Have you guys tried to, you know, look at the things that that they do with their trade show? Now, remember, I mean, that's also n- not an, an exclusive cigar show. There's a lot of other things that happen there. But the cigar industry does go, a portion of it, a good portion of it goes. Um, in terms of, like, I know you mentioned, like, you know, like the marquee um, thing at the the offsite party and all that. Uh, I know they do a lot of. Well, we've been to TP. They do a lot of offsite parties and stuff like that. Have you guys tried to, you know, look at them? You know, as a competing show to be like, you know, what can we do that they do to like make our show like, and incorporate some of those similar things. I I, I, 
I can only speak for myself. And I know for me, when I'm looking at others to emulate, I don't necessarily look within the industry. I, I try to look at the biggest shows out there in the world and look at that or ones that I've gone to and things that I want to do. So, so I can't say that we necessarily are trying. I actually would not say that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, we really know what we try to, we try to make our show good. And, and, and I'm sure that there are things that TP does that where they try to do similar things that we do, but, and I'm sure it's, you know, all trade shows do that, but it's a very different show. It is. So I, I just, I've, I've really always maintained like, this is the show for the premium tobacco industry. And it's just, it's very different. And even, you know, our show is put on by our association and we are a, we're a nonprofit. Our, all of our funding goes back into the industry to protect and promote and defend our industry and the retailers, the manufacturers, everyone in it. So our entire model is completely different. So it's, it's kind of like apples and oranges. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 I and I do ask that question because I I do know that a lot of folks you know think about that or, or are curious about that aspect, and a lot of people do compare the two shows um, because it's you know they're two di- they, they are two very different shows. I agree with you on that 100%. Having attended both of them, you know, I I agree, um, but I think what happens is a lot of people just go, well, they're they're just two cigar trade shows, and they just lump it together, even though they are two different shows. Um, and you know, yeah. they, and and that show has been getting more popularity, um, but I think the PCA has done a great job of it's some of the marketing that's been done in the last few months of like, oh hey, we are the only true industry trade show that benefits the cigar industry. I think that's a great message to send because it's true. You know, the other thing to remember for a lot of folks is that the TPE show is a for-profit show. The PCA show is not. Right. The PCA show is a show that raises money for all of the other things that it does legislation and the FDA stuff and all the other things that we talk about on the show that are going on with the government. And that's what the PCA is for. So the trade show is to help fund that. So that's, that's really the thing is it, that's what 100%. makes the show so special and so important is that the show is here to, you know, protect the industry as well. So, um, absolutely. I just wanted to yes. touch on that really quickly. I know I kind of sprung that one on you, but <laughs> no, no. I mean, no. I I don't mind. I, I I totally get it. And it's just yeah. I but it but it is like you said. I mean, they're completely different. And yeah, every single every single down to the last penny that is potentially comes off this show goes directly back into our advocacy efforts. And yeah, just totally different completely different <laughs> models altogether. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, so yes, they are both trade shows. However, it's just, it's so different. I mean, it's so different. The um... We try to make it as best as we can. And so that's why I said like, we're, we're doing a lot more fun stuff because it's, everyone comes in, if they, they want to, they want to come, they want to meet everyone, they want to have fun. And we want to bring more of all the things that people want. You know, when we send out the surveys and ask people, what do you want most about the trade show? What do you look forward to most? What is the most important thing to do? We listen to that and respond to that and try to do more of those things. So, did you get a strong kinda... response from that from from that survey? Did a lot of people respond in, uh, or was it on the lighter side? Well, I there have been a couple. Of so, um, I know I think I did one very well. I did the last one I did was maybe two weeks ago. Uh, we sent out leading up to the show, but we've done quite a few, and they've all they've had they've had pretty good responses. I mean, enough to definitely get a good sense uh, for sure. Right. And right. and it seems it seems like you know everyone comes for all the reasons. Like they want the the products, the deals, the networking, the education, all the things we're doing. So we we look at that and try and make that even better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the other thing too. The the PCA show, you know, has I don't, I don't think even TP has still the seminars and all the the panels and stuff that you guys do, which is so informative. Oh, we so have important. so many more. This yeah, year. and it's it's I think it's and, a and great also, resource. 
And we also, so one of the things last year that we really, I think people have kind of talked about it a little bit over the past couple of years. And we made a decision last year to, you know, people really wanted a, a different, so we changed the start of the show. So rather than having the education kind of broken up during the day, we pushed the start of the trade show back, moved the education right before us. So there was no interruption to the trade show floor which both manufacturers, exhibitors, and attendees really wanted. So now you can go, if you, you can start your day with a little education session and then hit the trade show floor and there's no interruption whatsoever. So that's, that's another thing that I think will be really nice this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, if the, I was looking at the schedule. Have the hours changed on the show? Is it open later now? So we push the start back an hour and then the end back an hour. So if I believe it's, is it 10 to six? Yeah. That sounds about right. I, so I like it so, used yeah. to be like nine to five. And so it's pushed back. And I mean, I personally like to sleep in a little bit. Of course I'll be working, so I won't be sleeping in, but I figure most people <laughs> really enjoy that. Well, as media, <laughs> so we still get... have to be there an hour early anyway. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that one hour helps. Uh, just, just saying yeah. that even that one hour helps for us. Um, but um yeah and I then we've also got the the happy hour lounge now starting from like four to seven so then you've got you can you can maneuver like the whole you know you know how the great choice where you leave the yeah. show and you go to the circle bar mm-hmm. and this way you've got we're trying we're like you know what, let's bring the circle bar to the great show floor because that is one thing at the end of the day is people don't really want to leave but they do because there's nothing to do with it there anymore so we've got the happy hour lounge we've got it's sponsored three different days each day, four to seven. You can literally be on the trade show floor, then pop over, have some cocktails, have some cigars, chat with whoever you want, and then you just keep keep the whole thing going. So you've got the business, networking, or you can pop in for a minute, grab a drink, and then go back and go shopping on the show floor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think that it's um, it's an interesting you know change, and it'll be it'll be fun to see how it plays out. Um, I know you guys tried to do it last year, but then it kind of fell apart a little bit. Um, but I also know last year there was speculation on whether you could even smoke in the casino at all. So you guys were trying to still have a place where people yeah, could smoke. That was, well, that was, that was, you know, it was cause I think they just took down some of the stuff like a day before, like the hmm. plexiglass and stuff. And, and I think last year we had it like a later, so we moved it up earlier. So there's, there was no break in between. I think last year we tried doing it with a break in between, but this year we just put it all together. So that way it's like, there's no break. You just go from one to the next. Yep. Continuous. Right. And then the, the other thing too is, you know, the, with the break, people leave the trade show floor, you know, maybe right. some of them had every intention of coming back, but it's like, once you're out, then you're like, wow, well, I want to go back. So it's you. you, you have Once you're out, you walk floor. by the circle bar and you yeah. get stuck there. And so this way, it's like, oh no, you don't need to go there. Just hang out here. And people are still gonna go there because people are at the circle bar till like two in the morning anyway. Yeah. So I mean, they're uh, still gonna go there. <laughs> so at least you have this to <laughs> to kind of break it up a little bit, which is nice. Um, we are gonna pause for a second. I want to. I know you're not smoking anything, Erin, but we're going to talk about what we're smoking. Uh, and our cigars tonight mm-hmm. brought to you. By twoguyscigars.com. If you head over to the number twoguyscigars.com, you can check out some of the cigars that we're smoking. I am smoking the Liga Pravada number no. nine Bellicoso from Drew Estate. And Nicole, what are you smoking? Um, I'm smoking the Placencia Reserva Original. Mm, okay. That's a great cigar. Mm, I know that's one of your nice. favorites. One of my go tos. Yeah. Yeah, you can never really go wrong with Placencia. They've. Everything they've they've made has been top notch. And Drew Estate, you know Drew Estate too. I mean, they have a huge portfolio, and they never really let me down either. But you can find both of those brands at the number two, guyscigars.com. Um, yeah, we were talking about a great Placencia down there. What was that? I, I was saying I was actually down in uh, Miami in April, and I stopped by Placencia's place, and I tried, and they had some. I had a very good cigar there. It was amazing, and their humidor was wonderful. Yeah, they they've never let me down. Like everything I've had has just been like so consistent, on point. Flavor's good. Never construction's un- great. Construction's always. good. Burns right. Never falls apart. I mean, it's just it, it, top notch stuff. People, Placencia is 
definitely one of my favorite factories. Top top five for sure. Um, just love the stuff that they have going on over there. And then there's always more to come. So, um, and I think we can expect more from them. We had we had um, um, we had David Wayne mm -hmm. on yep. from um, or no Wayne Clark. I always get the I always get the names mixed up. There's a David Wayne. There's a David the Wayne, <laughs> and then there's then there's Wayne Clark, and I always get them mixed up. I don't know why, um, but no, we came on the show and Nestor was on too, and I, I think we have a couple of things we can expect at the trade show this year, but I don't think that they've announced anything yet. So either I believe you're weeks, correct. I think in the next few weeks we might hear something, or if not, we'll find it at the show. But I, I I'm pretty sure that they have some stuff they're going to be showing at the show this year that's new. So I look forward to I've that. I've heard this. Hey. Yeah, so I'm really excited. I have no about details that. either. <laughs> it's a surprise. So, Aaron, one thing I wanted to ask you, since you know <laughs> a lot of people might not know who you are, I, I know that you know people usually see you know Glenn on the shows and and Scott makes a lot of rounds. I know you haven't been on any other shows, um, but how long have you been with PCA? And were did you have anything to do with cigars before you were with them? So, um, as far as how long I've been with PCA. I'll be honest, I've had this conversation and I've talked with Josh about it because Josh and I started around the same time. And we, all, I don't know if it's the same for you guys. For me, I feel like COVID really threw off my timeline. And so I was like, no, I've, I've worked here. We've been here two years or three years. I'm like, this is our third trade show, but we missed a year because of COVID. So this would have been our fourth, which means we've worked here four years. Even though it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. So it's it's four years, wow. I think. Yes, because I, I was there in 2019, 2020. Yes, four years. Wow. Oh, yeah. and no, I, I, I had I had zero involvement in the industry before before coming here. I uh, I actually had relocated to DC for a different um, different job, and I decided that was not a good fit, and I literally just applied and I loved it. I, I love the people and that was that. And I have no regrets. Yeah. I mean, you know, that happens sometimes, you know, you, you move to a new place and it feels like home and that becomes your home. Um, you know, it, I, have, I have a lot of friends that have relocated, you know, they, they grew up here and they relocated and then same thing. They, they went somewhere for another reason. And, but then that, that, ended or it changed or whatever and now they're there and they're like well I, I i'm still happy here though so i'm gonna stay so but that's awesome um you know yeah i mean how can you leave this industry i feel like it's everyone i don't know i i don't know i just i feel like it's there are a lot of really great people in this industry and it's very unlike any other and and i've worked in a lot of industries and it's all great but there's just something really different about about the people that i've met and connected with here um it's just different and i love it and it's i do like, have my very first cigar ever at the very first trade i went to really okay now do you remember and what, I, what cigar a, you had i have a video of that too oh you do i think it was a caramel alone caramel alone okay so from la Rora. okay yeah interesting interesting yeah. So you so you know you know not only what cigar was your first but you know where you had it and you have it on video. That's she's got it down. It <laughs> That's was, probably yeah. the best response. That, <laughs> now I can't remember the name of the place, but you know across from the circle bar, there's that like it's like a club kind Electra. of barish. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it was in there. There was it was a bunch of us all sitting on the sofa. Yeah, really. Was funny it video. was that in 2019? It was. Yeah, I was actually there. I was there. I was actually I was actually at Electra for like two of the nights of the trade show. Um, this was bef this was this was just before smoke and tobacco really began. Um, I happened to be okay. I happened to have been out there um, on an unrelated trip, and I was smoking cigars oh. at the time, and I already knew a couple people in the industry. And I got invited to go out and I said, yeah, sure. And I met up with some people and it was, it was that circle bar and people were at Electra and so everyone was around. And, uh, that was like, kind of yeah. like my first viewing of like the, the trade show was the after hours in the casino. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember being there. We, um, we was with, uh, I was with the guys from United with Oliver Nouveau and, and Nelson Alfonso. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it was it was it was a fun time. So, oh, so that was your first year. That's interesting. Yeah, and then of course you have your first year, and then right after that the pandemic happens, and everything with that, which threw everybody off. So I, I it, it's a it's so crazy. Yeah, it's a challenging time to start with somebody. You know, right before that pandemic happens, um, but you've done a great job ever since. Um, I know Thank one you. of the things I wanted to ask you about too, is especially considering you know with the media. So one of the things that was announced by PCA a little while ago that I know you've had a lot of hands-on with is the incorporation of the media and getting the retailers and everyone in touch with all the media outlets such as like myself and Half Wheel and Coop and Dojo and et cetera. Um, and earlier this week, you guys had you guys have started now a, a page within the, the premiumcigars.org website um, that's for all of all of us, all of the media outlets. You know where they can, where people can find the coverage. Um, tell us just a little bit about like how that's come along. Do you, do you guys have any other plans to to work with media on any other kind of things to further enhance that? I know that media has had kind of a I'll I'll use the word interesting history with the trade shows, and I think now it's getting better. Um, but even before me, I've I've heard the stories of how they were. A lot of the media were considered the redheaded stepchild uh, at the trade show. It was like, why are they here? And now the PCA is, is, is <laughs> making these strides to like, you know, show, hey, the media is here. They're welcome and they're, they're getting connected. So just tell us a little bit about <laughs> that whole process and, and kind of working with the media and, and getting that out there as well. Well, I guess, well, I guess to start with, I, it's kind of nice that I maybe don't know this, this deep backwards history, like from, from before I, I personally am kind of just glad to be like, I don't know anything about that. So I can't speak <laughs> to that. But um, <laughs> I think, I mean, honestly, just, just, just at a very basic level for me personally, I feel like anyone who's a member of the association, it's important that everyone feels that they are valued and important and, and feels that their membership is doing something for them. And I think this is one way to do it. Um, and the whole, the whole point, you know, with our trade show, the trade show is members only. Mm -hmm. So all members can go. And our whole thing is networking and coming together and being able to connect. And this is really one more way to do that. Also, media does play a very important role when it comes to the trade show. I know, especially exhibitors are constantly wanting to connect with media. And this just makes it easy, honestly, to, to be like, here you go just connect. There you go. It, it's just, it's an easy way to bring everyone together. And I don't know. I, to me, I just think it's a very simple start to what can grow into a stronger relationship. Um, mm -hmm. I think it can definitely develop over time. I, I think this is really just the beginning in a, in a sense. Um, I can't say that we have devised all these deep rooted plans. Um, I think, I think the plans will evolve and things will just continue to grow, but I think this is just a good start, um, in doing so. Absolutely. Now I know, and so in addition to the, to the media stuff you have been working on, you're also in charge of membership, correct? That is correct. So getting people, you know, getting people, you know, to, to sign up and, 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 you know, processing their applications and, and whatnot like that. Now, about how many applications do you do you, across all formats, you know, retailer, exhibitor, et cetera. Um, about how many of those applications do you go through on a daily basis of people just coming in? Right now, um, I'd say 10 to 20 every day. And it might not sound like a lot, but it's a lot because it's also, you know, it's not, if someone apply, I mean, if someone applies and they submit everything properly, then it's, it's easier than it's just like reviewing it, data entry, like, and then a few little other steps, but we really need, we really want to ensure that our members are, you know, good members that, that you're doing the right thing, that you, you have your correct licenses. And then, you know, when you come to the trade show, you can actually buy like, you know, what's the point of being like, Oh, we're just gonna let someone in who doesn't have anything set up just to come and be a fan. Like that's not going to help anybody. So it's, it's really important to us to, to bring in qualified people to the association. Um, and that, that really matters to all members. You know, you, if, you know, say like 
you apply for membership, you do all this stuff, you've got your business, it's legitimate. You wouldn't want someone who doesn't have all that to just get in kind of thing. So it's, it gets, it gets, it gets tricky sometimes and it's, it's hard to turn some people away. It's not a choice anyone wants to make, but you know, you have to do that sometimes. Luckily, 99% of people are good to go when they apply because I would like to think that you're not going to go through the application unless you've got, unless you're true business and one of those categories. Right. Now, I know that, you know, the week of the show, right? We all get to town. You guys get everything set up on the show floor. One of the biggest things that then becomes your job is is getting everyone checked in and registered for the trade show. Um, How crazy is that few days? Just getting everyone. And, and, And then, of course, and I'm sure you get all of the last minute, like, questions and problems that people probably had months to ask you about over email. And they wait till they get to town and like, oh, Aaron. By the way, I have four people that came with me and I need them in the trade show with me because like they're from my store and I know that I didn't register them ahead of time, but I need to get them in my account and I need to all do all this. And you're like, oh, okay, great. Let's go through that now. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I will say, you know, starting last year, we, we got, uh, we started using Expo Tracker and we have an amazing set of women who run a very tight ship and they work with us and they are phenomenal. And that takes a lot of the burden off of, off of us from physically having to be there. I know last year I was still there constantly, but this year I don't anticipate that. I think, I think, um, I think it's going to go very smoothly. I think last year though, we had like 70 people come in, get new memberships on site so yes, I'm sure that will still happen. That that I would prefer that people just apply ahead of time because it it's it's just drags and then mm. you know you're stuck, you know. But if you know if it happens, it happens. But and new members are always yeah. good. I mean, I know it's probably preferred right. ahead of time, but new members are still new members, which is a good thing. Yeah, and it's I mean it's great for everybody. You know, then they can come in and and purchase, and then the exhibitors can sell. It's good for everyone. But it, it does slow things down a bit. But, you know, I, I would prefer everyone did it ahead of time. But if they don't, then we'll still accommodate. Like I said, Expo Tracker is amazing. We love them. And they will be there to do to, to do a lot of the heavy lifting uh, this year. I mean, still working working with us, but um, it reduces some of the burden. I know a couple of years ago, like in 2019, I, I didn't have to do anything with Reg. I was like, oh no, I don't have to worry about that. That's that's not my job because I it literally wasn't then. Like I, I took right. on this added stuff now. So last year was very different. And I think this year will be a little bit in the middle. So now I'm like, okay, I'll do I'll do I'll obviously do, but I don't think I'll do as much as I had to before because because again, the tracker is amazing. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> uh, it's also good to let people know that as much as it's preferred that you register ahead of time, um, if you do some way, you last minute, you decide, hey, I'm just, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the show. They can still be let in and they can still join the PCA and, and get registered for the show. As much as it's preferred to do it ahead of time, if you're in a situation, you can still. It, it is. Yes, yes. You definitely, you definitely can. It's just kind of expect a little bit of a wait, right. like just because if, if I'm not around, it might, you know, if I'm, if I'm stuck somewhere else, it might physically take me 20 minutes to get over there. Um, right. But yes, it is still possible. Um, but anybody can email me at Aaron at premium cigars.org or fill out the application online or call me. Absolutely. Anything in advance is better. <laughs> Well, Aaron, I'm going to give you a break for a second. We're going to cover our news segment. Uh, we have some okay. pretty big news this week. Our news this week is brought to you by none other than McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today, you can sign up to become an official ambassador where you'll get your ambassador number, your ambassador coin, and while you're at it, head over to Facebook and join the McAuliffe Ambassadors group where you can hang out and socialize with all your fellow McAuliffe Ambassadors. So this week, a pretty big bombshell was dropped. Um... Some may have said it was expected. Some maybe a caught off guard, but it's still a big story. STG, otherwise known as Scan- Scandinavian Tobacco Group, the parent company of General Cigar and Forge Cigar Company, um, has acquired Room 101 Cigars. Now, what I will say is this is only for Matt's Room 101 Cigar brand. This has nothing to do with his other entities, such as his, his 
Rimworld One Brands business, which is his, his jewelry mostly, and his apparel stuff that he does, his gin. Uh, this is just for the cigars. Um, I think that this is a very good move for Matt. I think that he's done a very good job building a brand on his own. The reputation, the quality, everything that he's done. And I think that this is a company that will take that under the forged umbrella and it'll really, really catapult it further, um, you know, and give give it access to to things that, you know, maybe Matt didn't have on his own uh, and really just expand the portfolio, get get the brand out there more, grow it. And uh, Matt will still be involved. He's being kept on as the creative director. So Matt Booth will still be involved with Room 101 Cigars. He's not going anywhere. Um, but I think this is a very smart move for him. I think this is a, a good business move. It's a it's a win win. I mean, you know, they get a brand that's it's definitely on it's definitely growing and so definitely on the rise. It's a, it's a pretty well known boutique brand at this point. Uh, Matt gets to kind of take some of that responsibility off his shoulders and focus more on just the creative development and, and being able to get out and promote the brand more. Um, it, it's going to be big. Now, he now despite this, I know that, you know, the big four, they don't go to the PCA trade show, which is a whole other conversation. Um, but Matt has said from, from at this point that he and Room 101 will still be at PCA, PCA trade show this year in July, in a couple weeks. Uh, they will still be there on the, sh on the trade show floor d despite this transaction. That This will not change that. Whether or not that changes in the future, I don't know. But at least for this year, you can still expect Room 101 and Matt Booth to be at PCA. Um, ver just very exciting. And, you know, honestly, just congratulations to him. Um, you know, everybody who knows Matt, Matt, Matt's a very fun guy. You know, we make a lot of jokes about Matt. And he messes around with everyone when he goes on a show. And, 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 and if you know a little bit about him, you know how he is. But at his core, Matt's a very good person. He works very hard. Um, he's always working. He's always moving forward. So this this is this is a big win for him, and it's big news and it's exciting. So you know, here's I don't have a drink with me, but cheers to Matt and Room One Hundred One Cigars uh, on this on this deal. Um, I think it's gonna it's gonna do great things for Room One Hundred One Cigars going forward. I'm really excited to see how it pans out. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Uh, so that was our news for this week. Room One Hundred One acquired by STG, and more info on that. Um, you know, Aaron, you know, since I know you probably won't have a lot on this topic, but I figured I'll ask it because I know people are probably waiting for it to be asked. So I'll get this out of the way. Um, okay. in terms of the big four, now it's no secret that, you know, general Altidus, Davidoff, Drew Estate, Swisher International, um, they don't attend the PCA trade show. They, they weren't there last year, uh, going into 2020 when there was still supposed to be a show, they had already said, Hey, we're not going to be there this year. Um, more so for a lot of political reasons with the cigar industry. Um, has there been any, to your knowledge or whatever you can speak on, has there been any dialogue or any, you know, attempts to, to try and, and work things out with them to see them come back to the trade show? Or has it been kind of quiet with them? I don't know how, how much of involvement you have with that. I, I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know that there is any, I, there, we haven't really had any, I haven't really had any, really any conversations. I, I feel like as far as participating, I would love to see them there. And I think, I think everyone would, would love to see them there. Um, and we would welcome that completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's one of those things, you know, it, you know, we looked at the show last year, there was a lot of people who weren't there and one thing we had to remind people was, you know, there's a lot of like LaFleur wasn't there. McAuliffe wasn't there. Casa Cuevas wasn't there. United wasn't there. Foundation wasn't there. A lot of those brands were not at the show for reasons mostly just strictly business related. And by that, I even mean they yeah. just they didn't have inventory to sell. So it really didn't make sense for them to be there. Um, and a lot of people didn't think that the trade show was going to happen. And yeah. so they had made other plans or or they were nervous about COVID or things last minute yep. like it was not, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think a lot of times the decisions aren't, I mean, I don't know how it gets construed, but I, I know, I feel like last year, a lot of the, they were just purely, like you said, business, COVID, various mm. things. And it's nice that, I mean, I think, I think a lot of it was COVID last year. Yeah, um, absolutely. From what I, from what I recall. And so it's nice to see that like a lot of 
a lot of people are coming back this year um, and going to be there. Yeah, I mean, we want we want everyone to be there who's who can possibly be there. We are not going to turn anyone away. For Absolutely. Sure. I mean, the more people that come and, and exhibit and they and they spend money on the booth space, I mean that that money goes to Absolutely. the protection of the industry. So it, it's always a good thing. Right, but it also um, and it also makes for a better trade show because the more people there, yeah. whether it's from both from both the retailers and and industry partners to exhibitors, then you the more people, the bigger and better the experience as a whole. And that's that's the goal is to make it the best ever. And then yeah, like you said, then any proceeds that do happen, it goes right back into the advocacy. So it's it's a win-win all around. Absolutely. Well, we hope that, you know, in, in some some part of the future that, you know, they can return to the trade show, you know, for, I agree Absolutely. for all the same reasons. It, it just the bigger the show, the better it is. You know, the, it is yeah. it is busy for, for all of us involved. It's it's wild. It's a crazy couple of days, but it's still, you know, it'd still be nice to see them. Um you know, be at the show at being at the show, you know, aside from the business side of this and Aaron, I'm, I know you can speak on this too, but you know, take, take, take your, your duties of the show away from it. Take away the business that gets done on the trade show floor. Uh, it, it's still always a special time. You know, if, if you're involved in any way in the industry and, and you, and you get to go to the trade show and, and you're there, it's, it's all of the reconnecting with people too, that, yeah. that makes it special outside of when you're, when you're not doing business or when you're not working or you're not doing whatever, and you have that downtime when everyone's in town together. It is an awesome time. You get to reconnect. You get to catch up. You get to meet new people and network, uh, make new friends, make new contacts. Uh, it, it, it is. It's an awesome time. So the more people that are there, just the more of that, that family, that cigar family feeling yeah. is there. Yeah, you're, you know, you're absolutely right. It's funny. Last year, I remember right after the trade show, well, I, I had some family stuff I had to deal with right after the trade show. But aside from that, I remember like immediately after it ended, when I was still in Vegas, like before I got on my flight, I was like, it was such a low. I was like, I feel like the trade show was so great. And then I was like, it's over. That's it. Like, and that's how you know that's something amazing. And it was almost like, like it was a little depressing. Yes, yeah. it's crazy. And it, so that's how you know it's good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I had that time. feeling too because we, we stayed a few extra days after the show last year. Um, and I just remember like everyone was leaving town. We, we stayed behind for a little bit because we wanted a little bit of downtime. But everyone was leaving and it was just – I had that moment where I was sitting in my hotel room and I was just like, it's over. And like all of our friends are leaving town now. Yeah, it's just kind of like you, you get <laughs> this like high of like everyone's here and like, hey, where are we going tonight? And this and that. And then it's like and then it's just over and you're like, <sighs> it's over. And you're like, it's another year until we're back. Um, so <laughs> it's I, I totally understand what you mean. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hit you with our our top three. It's a little spontaneous, but I'm going to hit you with that. Um, our okay. top Our top three is brought to you by. Um, room 101 and Nicole do we have that sound clip yes we do sorry I know you I kind of caught you off guard with that one a little bit but sorry it is what it is where is Boom. it there it is Alrighty. and I thought it was in here all right hold on oh yeah I, know I ruined got... the moment no it's there okay go. it, it got it got closed out for some reason you want to do it again yeah our, our top three brought to you by room 101 cigars Watch the Smoking Tobacco Show, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, smoke room 101. From our friend Matt thank Booth. Thank you. <laughs> There's a thank you in there too, but it got cut off. Um, from Matt Booth, none other. Um, so Aaron, top three, shot out of the cannon. For you, it's different every week. For you, top three, the top three things, I'll break it into two, okay? So I'll do like a good and a bad. The top three things that you love about PCA Weekend and the three things that you dread dealing with at PCA Weekend. Oh, and so PCA Weekend is the trade show. Is that right? Yeah, just like, you know, the whole time that, you know, you're <laughs> the there. And every, the whole trade show time, you know, <laughs> the, whatever. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's tough. Um, top three. I mean, honestly, I... I never prepare anyone for this. So. Okay, so I'll, <laughs> I'll answer it, but you just tell me if I need to re-answer it. But I, yeah. I would say top one is the, the energy. Yep. I don't know if that's good enough. No, it is. Um, it's, there's a lot of energy there. 
That can be good the and energy. bad. <laughs> oh, I, well, oh yeah. Well, the, the good, the, all the good. Right. Um, the, the energy, the people, I mean, maybe that all goes into one. Um, and I, I guess I really love like constantly having things going on around me that I don't necessarily have to like make plans to make it happen. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like the trade show does it for me. It's like, oh, there's always something happening. And I just am naturally a part of it. So I don't have to really, I don't have to be like, oh, we need to plan this. I mean, outside of that, we are planning this. But I think it's that just, everything just flows. Having... I think it's just yeah, it, everything's yeah. working right. Everything's running the way it's supposed to. Things come up, and it's yeah. it's not an extra burden. It's just kind of like you can just be there and enjoy the moment, and just yeah. and it's never a dull I, moment either. There's always just yeah. so much to do. I'm gonna say also, I am really stoked about Marquee. I, mm. I even you know, I just I love I love music and dancing and clubs and stuff. So I I'm super <laughs> excited for that. <laughs> So, I mean, hopefully that will be another top one. Um, I also think the Fuente seminar is going to be really cool, the opening party, all that. But also just I feel like each year I get to know people a little bit better. Like like there are at least a few people that I really get to form stronger relationships with and connect with or like maybe even meet in person for the first time. So it's really – it's about the people a lot that I really love. Um, and then also I, you know – I love traveling and going out to eat and dining and all that kind of stuff. And so that's all kind of lumped in with it as well. Vegas is a good place for that. <laughs> that does that, does all that kind of work as top three? I don't no, know. it works. You gave me more than three, but that, that works. I mean, it's okay. all good things. Now, what are, what are three things that you don't like about the trade show? Or not even about the trade show, just, not, just things that like week, you, the, you, you don't look week, forward to yeah. about being <laughs> during the trade show. Getting, getting up early. I, oh, yeah. I don't like. Especially because everyone stays up so late. <laughs> and I always like I set my alarm for way earlier than I need to. I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone else is like this, but like I I can't just hop out of bed and be like ready to go. I need to like have my coffee and like my brain needs time to. My body might be moving around, but I need time to physically wake up. So I like set my alarm for like an hour earlier than anyone else would, just so I can have that extra time to kind of do nothing. Yeah. So yeah, the waking up early, I don't like. Um, oh well, I learned the first year not to wear high heels on the show floor. Um, so every year I get, you know, now this is technically my third. I think I think last year I did much better, and I actually wore like ton of shoes on the show floor. But the first year I wore high heels, and then I could not go out at night. I was like, no, I can't go out at night. My feet hurt. So I learned my lesson on that. Um, what else don't I like? Nothing really. I if think only, if, if there's only two, that's good. The then. Bad shoe wear. If you can't, if you can't fill three bad things, I think that's a win. <laughs> that's just me. I think that's a win. So I'll leave it at that. I'll make it easy for you. <laughs> two is good. Thanks. Um, you know, we talked a lot about the show, what to expect, um, kind of what's different this year. And, um, you know, some of the things you guys have been working on, which has been great. And Aaron, I, I appreciate you, you taking the time to be with us tonight. Uh, it, it was great having you, um, you know, for everyone Thanks watching and listening, me. you know, getting to know Aaron and, and who she is and what she does, I think is, is great too. Cause you should know Aaron cause she's so awesome and she is very helpful and she will answer your questions as long as you, you know, are reaching out to her ahead of time and not waiting <laughs> until like the day of the show. Um, which yes. is probably the best bet. It's the only recommendation I can really give you uh, is please email her or get in touch with her in some way so she can answer your questions or get you set up for the show. Because she'll do it. <laughs> she'll do an amazing job. Just give her the time to do it. Um, it's the biggest thing. Um, other than that, you know, Aaron, is there anything about the show this year that we didn't cover or anything that, you know, the PCA wants to say or whatever? Um, um, yeah, well, I think um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I mean, I know this year we're actually doing a lot more with our advocacy. Um, and so we're having, we're actually, we're having, I know it's on the schedule, but we're doing, we're really ramping up our efforts. Um, and so we're doing, we're adding a lot more. We've got some breakout sessions that we're having. Um, we're having an international round table. Like advocacy, you know, has been growing over the past couple of years. And this coming year, I mean, it's continuing to grow. And I think this year to come, you're going to see it just 
blow out, of, you know, just completely out of the water. Um, and so I would strongly encourage anybody to come to all the advocacy sessions because, I mean, honestly, if you have a business, then advocacy matters. You know, you if you have a business, you're either in a state or in a city, in a country, you're somewhere where laws and regulations matter and you should be involved in it and make sure that the wrong things aren't getting passed. And the best way to do it is to get informed, get involved. Um, we're going to, I know last year, I think last year again, because, you know, it was such a, it was much smaller of a show. Um, but this year we're also doing stuff with the pack again. So there will be those opportunities as well. And I think some announcements may be coming out about that to give um, some extra opportunities mm -hmm. in the next, in the next week or so. Um, I think, I think we've lightly covered most everything else, but but I would, I would, yeah, I would say like, check out the schedule for sure. And then if you have any questions, um, even in advance, you know, feel free to reach out to our advocacy team. I, I just, I think that the education is going to be really cool this year. You know, our, even our retail panel is going to be super interactive. So the Friday sessions are going to be great. I know sometimes we'll wait till Saturday to come, but especially with Fuente starting it off, I definitely wouldn't wait. I would, I would get there on Friday and take it all in. Absolutely. Now the trade show begins on Saturday, right? And the trade show floor Saturday, officially Sunday, opens on Monday. Saturday. Yeah. So we'll have our big annual meeting of the membership to start Saturday, which I also highly encourage everyone to be a part of because this is, you know, I think last year that meeting was, was different than it had been in the past and people really responded to it and we're sticking with that same format um, where it's very, transparent, open and honest. And we've got, you know, the open board elections will be doing all that stuff. So it starts with that. And then trade show opens on Saturday, the floor, the floor. Yeah. The actual floor of, for business and whatnot. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it, it's exciting. We're looking forward to it. We've been preparing for the last few weeks. We will be continuing to prepare all the way until we get on the plane um, to, to go out there. Uh, I know usually when we, we travel to a trade show, Nicole is on her laptop the whole time preparing for the trade show. Um, just it's a great way to get through five, six hours on a flight. Just keep yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You're an East coaster like us too. So y you know, that yeah. flight is long. Um, yeah. So it, it's, 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 it is a good time. And, uh, but yeah, it is a lot of work that goes, there's a lot that goes into it for, for you guys, for, for us as media you know, exhibitors, you know, preparing, you know, the manufacturers, I mean, the, some of them, you know, they, they have the most, you know, they're, they're trying to get things prepared to unveil and announce and be able to sell and, and have the logistics ready to take orders. And there's a lot that goes into being in a trade show. So to everyone involved, um, you know, everyone's been doing a great job this year so far and really excited to see everyone get out there and cover the show. It's going to be a great time. Um, I think you're right. I think we lightly pretty much covered everything. So I'm going to leave it at that. But Aaron, thank you for being on the show with us tonight. Um, and thank we can't wait to see me. you in Las Vegas. Same. Can't wait to see you guys. Thank you so much for having me and I'll come back anytime. Absolutely. Well, stay with us as we close out the show, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, and subscribe. And as always visit smokingtobacco.com for more news and information and coverage on the happenings of the cigar industry. We'll see you next week. Take care. Hi everyone. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.